to Minute 122 of the Great Escape Minute, the daily podcast where we dig into the Great Escape one minute at a time. I'm Rob, and joining me once again today is Lisa Leahy of the Critical Movie Critics and the upcoming Between the Scares podcast. Welcome back to the show, Lisa. Thanks, Rob. I've missed you. Ah, it's only been one day. It's not that long. Ah, you know, we got together so well, and, you know, we, we clicked, so I, I missed you in those 24 hours. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you're back. Hopefully hopefully our, our listeners feel the same way. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to find out. We'll have to wait and find out. So, minute 122 begins with Roger strongly telling Willie to get out of there fast, and goes all the way till we see two prisoners uh, climb up out of the center of, of the hole and go into the forest. And these are just like two general guys, right? Like we weren't they weren't specific characters because I was trying to figure it out. No, no. Okay. We, we they're extras. That's what I thought. <laughs> they're trying to show us that there are more than just the the, the ensemble cast that, that make it out. And that yeah. makes sense, but you know I'm a I'm detail oriented, Rob. So I like to make sure, especially when you know it's my first time seeing the film. So it was it was a little challenging juggling all the names, but I'm glad that I didn't miss anybody. No, 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 not at all. So, as we discussed yesterday, we were dealing with the fact that Danny and Lily were stuck in the tunnel, and Roger and Mac were starting to get a little uh, upset because they want to try and get things moving because they're in the middle of a the darkness of an air raid, and they can get dozens during this time. Roger began interrogating Willie to try and find out what's going on. Why is Danny stuck in there? Basically, Willie reassures him that, that Danny's fine and they're going to get out of there. Roger, at this point, Glee gives, barks an order at Willie, get him out of there mm-hmm. fast. And they quickly move the the trolley back. As we all know, the way that the, the, the police system works on the trolley, so, you know, Danny actually has to pull it because it's it's by him. He's not in, in – it's probably, he's in a cramped space. You know, usually you have it in one of these way stations where people are, are pulling it and they have a little more space and time mm-hmm. to do it. He, he's in a very strange position because he's lying down and needs to pull it right. towards him. So he's got to make sure that it doesn't come and hit him in the face. Right. Well, thank goodness, you know, too, I, with the, the light, the little, the, the fat light there, your fat lamp. You know, yeah, <laughs> it was in complete darkness. Poor Danny might have ended up with a broken nose. Yes, yes. Or a bloody yeah, nose. There yeah. you go. That would have been worse. That would not be good. <laughs> After all those cavens, exactly. poor man doesn't need a bloody nose on top of it. Especially when he's about to escape into Nazi-occupied mm-hmm. Poland. True, true. <laughs> Basically, at this point, you know, Danny, I guess, pulls, pulls it back. We assume it's Danny who's pulling it back for them. Then we once again get to see Hiltz standing outside or lying prone on the ground outside of the hole, trying to figure out what's going on because he also wants to get people. And he, you know, screams down, Yeah. you know, come on, get out of there. Outside the cover of the trees. He came out to help people out of that hole. Exactly. Because it's so he's constantly in point. danger. You know? Completely. But, you know, that's Steve McQueen. Of course. <laughs> he wants to put himself in those type of situations. He keeps him energetic. Exactly. <laughs> keeps him keeps him young and you know and gives him the top billing. That's it. He's <laughs> got to earn it. That's right. Danny pops out of the tunnel on the trolley, and uh, Roger gives him a very strange, stern look and basically screams at him and goes, uh, "Come on, Danny, move!" I, I love how Danny gets off of the trolley and you see him trip slightly. <laughs> As yes. you're getting off of in it. that tiny space, too. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the tiny space where you have these four characters all, all cramped in there. All crunched in. He just slightly trips. I, I wonder if that... Say, I kind of marveled at the structures underground in this tunnel. Like, all the, the wood that they had scrounged together and how they've created these little bunkers. 
you mm-hmm. know, like these little, these little caverns underneath that, you know, to keep the dirt up and everything that's, you know, I'm not a digger. I am not somebody who works in these kinds of conditions. So it's fascinating to me to see, you know, the, this tight space, these four guys in there, constant back and forth and everything's standing up, which is good. You yeah. know, I mean, it's good to not have to worry about that. Well, they are apparently, they're supposed to be 30 feet down. So they, mm-hmm. they have the room to, to build these waste stations. The idea is, you know, if they're if they're if they've dug 335 feet, so basically, you know, they had waste stations along the way because otherwise, you know, it would be much more difficult to pull one person all the way across. You have, right. you know, maybe at intervals of 50 feet or 100 feet or whatever it is, and then you have all the waste stations along the way where you can actually uh, put more people inside of each of those to hold more more POWs to get things moving a little quicker. Mm-hmm. You know, along Do you the think way, it was also to help them with some of the claustrophobia? Do you think there's elements of that as well? Like getting into a slightly bigger space, at least for the meantime? I don't know if it was because of claustrophobia. I think it's just making it easier to, to move through the tunnel, even when you're digging. You mm-hmm. know, this way oh, you're digging too. and you're putting, you're putting the, the dirt in the bucket and someone pulls the trolley and they don't have to pull the trolley 300 feet. They pull the trolley 50 That's feet and then point. it goes into the next one and the next one and so on and so forth. So I, I think that's part of the, the, the reason for it. Uh, I mean, it's interesting you bring up the, the claustrophobia aspect because in the book, they don't really talk too much about the claustrophobia of any of the characters. The whole thing with Danny is is a complete fabrication for the movie, which is effective because, you know, it adds a little more tension to the whole yeah. aspect of the story. Definitely. So it, it's interesting if that is a reason for, you know, the, the claustrophobia. Hmm. I'll have to think about that one. Hmm. We'll see. Willie and Danny come out of the, the tunnel. Danny Danny comes out first. And I love how he just, like, moves his hat. You know, like, he... First of all, you can see Charles Bronson is completely sweating. You know, he's... You know, he's, yes. he's glad to obviously now be in fresh air. But you can see yes. him listening. Uh, I, you can sort of see Moonlight, but in the, in the lighting from, you know, from the cinematographer. But uh, <laughs> you, you can see how much he, he his character... Basically, was uh, was sweating inside. Really struggling. Yeah, no question yeah. about that. But I love the way that he just like moves his hat. Was he doing that to make sure that it's still there? Is he wiping <laughs> some sweat from his forehead at the same time? You know, like what is his reasoning for doing that? Or is it just you know he's now in fresh air, so he wants to have a little more air show up? Maybe it was maybe he put the hat on tighter when he was coming out of the tunnel to make sure that it won't fall off, and now he can loosen it a little bit. That's a good point too. I like that. Yeah, you never know. Willie pops out also. And the two of them basically, Willie just pats Hiltz on the shoulder. You don't need to talk between them. Well, there's that moment with Danny and Hiltz. Like, there's this look. Like, Hiltz stares Danny down and Danny stares back. And when I was first watching the minute out of the context of the film, I was like, oh, these guys have some kind of beef. I was convinced there was some sort of, like, bad blood between them. And when Danny comes out of the hole, Hiltz is just like, dude, what, what is going on here? And then it's when Willie comes up that that moment is kind of broken, you know, tap Hiltz on the, the shoulder and off they go into the trees. But now that I've actually seen the movie in full, there's nothing. Right. So maybe is, maybe is he's just starstruck. It, <laughs> could be. Um, you know, is Hiltz mad? You're chosen. He's the queen. This is great. Mutual family. We haven't had any scenes together before. (laughs) That could be. That's a good point. Um, Maybe Hiltz is annoyed at Danny the way Roger is. Like, what's the holdup? Let's go. Let's go. And, you know, this is the first guy out of the hole. He's like, 
WTF, guy, what's yeah, going I, on? I, 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 uh, obviously, there is something to that. There's the fact that, you know, Hiltz wants to be able to get out as many as possible. Even though he thinks Roger yeah. and Mac are, are completely nuts that they're trying to get 250 out, you know, he, he knows he wants to get out as many as possible. I mean... And he's the one out in yeah. the open. So he's he wants people to come out and let's get Correct. going. Now, I mean, one of the things they never mention in, in the movie... And, you know, actually, I don't think it's even mentioned in the book because the real escape happened in March, not in August, like they're showing here. But in August, sunset was around 9, and size was, I think, at 4.30. So they didn't have very much time to, to get out also. Right. Again, thankfully, it was in March, so they had a little more night light to, to be able to get out on that night. Right. Even though, even though they had snow on the ground. Like, yeah. Like you probably have now outside when you're looking at your window, you know, Rhode Island. Oh, I, I love it. <laughs> It's my favorite time of year, I'll tell you. So basically, as you said, they have that, that, that little staring contest. Willie pops out, and then Willie breaks it by tapping Hiltz on the shoulder, you know, giving him a, a pat, thanks thanks for your help. And then the two of them well take done. off for the woods together. And again, they're, they're, they're not really crouching when they're running <laughs> out. Not at all. You know, no one is worried that they're going to get caught. And I love the way that the two of them stumble along. Yeah. I mean, maybe <laughs> it's know. leg cramps. I mean, they've been underground. I was just thinking that. I was actually going to bring that point up. I was going to say, you know, here, here they were stuck in the, the tunnel. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're dealing with leg cramps. Okay. Uh, it's possible. That is definitely possible. No question about that. Then we, we get another shot. And again, we also see the uh, fake leaves that, yep. that we discussed yesterday. Those cheesy trees. <laughs> exactly. And no. cheesy tree stumps where space has been cleared out, too. Of course, of course. They have to have <laughs> it's that. more realistic, Rob. <laughs> we get to see Roger and Mac mm-hmm. once again back in the tunnel, pulling the, 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 the rope ferociously, waiting for, for someone to walk. And one of the guys shows up, and it's just one of the extras, no one that, uh, you know, no one that we know. And Roger says, up you go, and the, the guy ascends the, the, the ladder. I love the way this one works, because when he comes out of the, the tunnel, so the first thing he does is put up his valise or his bag, whatever you want to call it, Hiltz picks it up, and as the guy is coming out of the tunnel, Hiltz grabs him by the sweater or the shirt, <laughs> pulls him up, yep. and with his other hand, takes the bag and slams it into his stomach. Yep. You know, like, it looks like he's bullying the guy, basically. Yeah, he pulled a POW out of his hat, you know, like, exactly. there you go, off you go. Yeah, just the way he does it is just very, very funny, and he, he sends him off, and then as, as soon as this guy comes out, right away, another guy comes up, you know, he throws up a bag, he pulls him up. Also, throws his bag into his stomach. Yep. <laughs> Get out of here. The clog has been cleared now. The flow is moving again. Exactly. And, uh, you know, Hilt says, give me your bag. Yep. You know, he, he's, he's helping people. And then we hear the air raid sirens uh, go once again. Right. And then the lights come back on. Right. Then we get a shot of Mac and, and Roger back in the tunnel. You, you can see that uh, Mac is, is, is playing with the, the, the trolley rope. Mm. You know, it's, he's, <laughs> he's holding it in a very strange way. <laughs> that he's trying to pull it. You know, he's not pulling it. Uh, he's not pulling it. He's like threading it. Right. Threading it through his hands type of thing. I mean, you uh, wonder that they didn't have more rope burn. Yes. It was back and forth with these little dolly carts. Yeah, I mean, last week we had a whole conversation about whether, wh- where to get all the rope from. <laughs> Another good question. You know. Not and, to mention and the, they needed 30 more feet. Yes. If the tunnel is 30 feet deep, okay, then uh, they would need a little more than 30 feet of rope. To go from the trees, cover the 20 feet short, get down all the way down to the bottom, and tie now it on see, both this ends. Is, see, I'm not a math teacher. This is good, <laughs> Rob. You're thinking. <laughs> I, am, I am not a math teacher either. I, math is my worst subject Hey, you did this anything. calculation, though. I, I am I, thrilled to be with you here. 
No, I did the calculation that they're wrong. <laughs> I don't I couldn't tell you I couldn't tell you what the correct That's calculation fair. is. Somebody right now is yelling at us you in know, their that, car. <laughs> saying, this is the number. Yeah, they're saying there you go. And when and if you know that number and you didn't tell us last week, please yes. tell us again. What is the correct number? How many how many feet do you need? It, it, it should be a final uh, mm-hmm. math quiz. <laughs> how many feet do you need if if the hole is 20 feet from the forest <laughs> and you have a 30 foot, 30 foot hole and you need to, to, to tie a rope around the tree trunk and around the ladder and at the bottom. And there's also enough slack for the little like pulling of the rope to signal them. So. Exactly. Yeah. Not an easy calculation. So you got to add a little bit. No. No. But but even if even if it is fifty feet or sixty feet, whatever it is, you know, it doesn't matter to me the, the exact number, but where did they get sixty feet of rope that you know that were not tied together? I mean that could also be one of the reasons why they had the way stations. Maybe the you know, maybe the ropes only were fifty feet long sure. or whatever it is. So therefore, you know, they, they needed to, to, to keep it at a point where they don't have to tie a number of ropes together because then there's more of a chance. Right, that something point. break along the way. I, I agree, I though. Know. I don't know. At this point, the, now that the lights came back on, Hilt once again right. screams into the tunnel, which hopefully the, lights hopefully the guards didn't hear. <laughs> he visits his, exactly, <laughs> we're on the rope. <laughs> and th- so my question is, is you know, from, from where he's standing or crouching, who's going to hear him better? The guards standing by... <laughs> You know, uh, standing 10, 15 feet away, away, uh, you know, at the fence, or the people that 30 feet really down good, in the Does tunnel. he stick his head into the hole? <laughs> yeah. Uh, not he just really. kind of shouts into it. No. Yeah, no, that he, <laughs> that he would have been heard, <laughs> not to mention, <laughs> my goodness. Yeah, I, uh, I think helps. so. I think so. He rushes back to the trees. Again, He he's actually one of the few yes. characters that actually crouches. I mean, he's not crouching he really low, but he's still crouching. You know, and I like, yes, and I like that he picks up the rope and, uh, and mm-hmm. you know, feels the rope all the way. You know, again, you're talking about rope burn. He right. should have rope burn at this point also. He's blinded by the lights. He couldn't see. He, he needs the lead back to the tree. <laughs> uh, could be. Could be. <laughs> and then he gets behind the, the fake tree, sort of pulls one of the, you know, pulls, pulls on the rope, and then Nimmo comes out. He's one of the guys okay. that, that, that we actually do know who he is. So you were you you asked at the beginning of the of the minute if it was someone that we know and I said it wasn't but I I, I was gotcha. apparently it's the two guys in the middle of this minute gotcha. who we don't know but this one we know this is Nimmo he's okay he was diversions he's part of diversions Nimmo Nimmo and Haynes gotcha. Haynes together are we don't diversions need those now. yeah so Nimmo comes out he he, yeah. he lifts him he lifts himself up pretty well also he, he doesn't need nice the sweater <laughs> yeah he doesn't need Hiltz's help. And and we get to see him actually with his footing trying to, you know, when he comes out of the, the hole, which is pretty nice to see also. Instead of just uh, seeing mm-hmm. the top half, and you get to see, you know, the bottom half of how he gets out of the hole also. And then he runs out over to the to where Hiltz is, is hiding, crouches down, waiting for someone to show up. And actually, that's Haynes who shows up. So, again, we have the these two characters who work together in Diversions, who later in the movie mm-hmm. we will see them together also when they're traveling on the train, sitting across from one another. But again, this is another example, uh, as you, we were discussing mm-hmm. yesterday, the, the fact that there are characters that are paired together very well. Or actually, that was <laughs> later, it was earlier today. I don't remember. Yesterday, today, we're discussing pairs. You know, 
And uh, Haynes and Nimmo get up and turn yeah. towards the woods. And that's how the minute ends. So, you have anything else you want to say about this minute? I don't. This was a pretty uh, straightforward minute. Nothing straightforward, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you straight up the rope, straight across to the trees. There you go. And uh, try not to get hit in the stomach with with your bag along the way. With your bag. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You want to tell people how they can get in touch with you. Well, you can find me uh, in the Rabbit Hole Productions website where we post episodes of Between the Scares. Um, And you can also listen out for me and my brother as we discuss some random movies and some movies off our list of Zoom on the Sib List. That's S-I-B-L-I-S-T. And you can listen to some sibling rivalry and as we pick at each other's opinions about films. Cool. Sounds like fun. Everyone should go there. While you're doing that, you can go rate, review, and subscribe on any podcatcher that you might be using to listen to this show. You can follow us on Twitter, Great Escape MXM. Our website is thegreatescapeminute.com. Our Facebook group is The Cooler. And our email address is thegreatminute at gmail.com. Lisa, you want to come back in tomorrow? I would love that. Thank you. All right. Sounds like fun. So, until tomorrow, tally-ho. Tally-ho. Tally-ho.